This is episode zero, zero. And I guess that's the thing you're supposed to do with podcasts, the first one. So even though we've already recorded episode zero, one, we wanted to record a, a preview of just a little bit about us, the hosts, and why we decided to start this podcast. My name is Andrew Camaro, a certified financial planner. Um, I help individuals, families, employers financially be successful in the future. It's about as boring as it sounds, um, but love to help people plan. Hi, everyone. I'm Eileen Lam. I'm an author and photographer. I'm autistic, and so are my two children, Charlie and Jude. And I'm excited to talk about some of you on this podcast. We thought that would be a great idea if we talk to each other so you could get to know both of us a little better. So we're going to ask each other some questions. So Andrew, uh, can you explain what the purpose of the Adulting on the Spectrum Facebook group is? And for those of you who don't know, this is a group we have on Facebook for autistic adults only. So if you're an autistic adult and you want to join us, it's a very safe place. Everyone is welcome. So we'll uh, link that. I, I think, you know, the, the reason for the group, in my opinion, or the reason for doing it is Autism Speaks approached and asked if I would consider it, or even if I would know anyone who might be a good fit. And I thought, well, it seemed like a good idea at the time, but the even bigger reason was if it wasn't me, then who? I felt there was definitely a need and that I could, you know, contribute in a meaningful way. What Eileen said about there being a safe space. We wanted a place where people could not have as much judgment, a safe space, and, you know, really grow. And for, again, adults only to ask questions. And, you know, so far that seems to be going pretty well. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, we haven't had many issues and it's really hard when you're in Facebook groups, especially autism Facebook. It's like so hard to keep a group a safe environment where everyone can just say what they feel like about a certain subject without it turning into a big argument. Um, but we've been able to keep things under control and everyone is welcome. You know, there are so many controversies and different opinions in the autism world. And I love that with this group, we're able to all get together and respect each other's opinion. And I think that's, that's very important. And that's how we're going to grow and make connections. And I hope more people join us. And what do you hope to accomplish with this podcast, Eileen? About the same as with the Facebook group, I think it's so important to listen to all autistic adults' perspective not just the autistic adults that agree with us, basically, um, just to get a wide variety of opinions on all of these controversial topics. Um, and even you and I, I feel like we don't agree on everything, but we're able to talk about it uh, in a very respectful way. And also it would be very nice to highlight the experience of autistic adults who are not like you know, those you see in the media, the feel-good story, just normal people. It's nice to hear those stories as well. What do you think? So I agree. I think one of the reasons is because we wanted to promote the group. And it's also 
honestly, I just kind of wanted to speak to some of the people that we get to invite on the Mm -hmm. podcast, right? So it's a pretty good reason for that. But even bigger, I know that there are so many different voices, so many different opinions. And I feel there are a lot in the autism community who have opinions that they haven't shared yet. And not even just about just like work experience or life. There's a, we'll call them some famous autism advocates on the internet, right? Uh, Or anywhere. And we just want to highlight so many of us, right? There's literally millions of us, right? In the country. We want to find some that are doing some really great things. Some you may have heard of, some you may not, and just really try to encompass all perspectives. Yeah, I think you summed it up perfectly. And it's also a great speaking experience. I know I'm getting better at speaking vocally. I'm more of a writer and it's such a great opportunity to, you know, force yourself out of your comfort zone to talk to other autistic people. I like that we're us with thousands of listeners, but at the moment it feels like a nice little conversation between autistic people and it's, it's really nice. Yeah. Should we ask each other some quick fire questions so people get to know us even more? Sure. I go first. Go for it. Okay. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Believe in yourself. I think it's cliche, but believe in yourself. Uh, what do you like to do to relax? Drink wine, go on road trips. Not at the same time, separately? Um. At the same time, <laughs> while driving. On kind of what, is, what is your favorite food? Wine counts. Uh, carpaccio. I don't even know what that is. What is a question you would like to ask me, but you never have? Good question. How do you feel about being married to a neurotypical person? I think that couples usually, you know, opposites usually attract and, you know, have someone who cares and supports you is is what matters. Great answer. And they definitely don't want to be two of me, so... (laughs) <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> All right, your turn. Let's see if you can do this. Your autism is? A superpower. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, my autism is part of who I am. Damn. You asked me that again. About it. Let's try it. That was good. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Best piece of advice I've ever been given is uh, Harlan's razor, which is never attribute anything to malice that can be adequately explained by stupidity. And I find myself, you know, that really helps when I think somebody's done me wrong or done something wrong, and I reframe it as they weren't trying to be mean. Yeah, and it could, in stupid ignorance, not know what they're talking about. But, you know, when I think somebody's not being malicious and you assume otherwise, it really changes perspective. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. What's your favorite food? Favorite food. So I've been ketogenic diet for over four years. I only eat meat and cheese. So I will say, uh, you know, cheeseburger with no bun. That's all I have to order now because of my celiac. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird. Cheeseburger, no bun. Um, you should try carpaccio if you like meat. It's amazing. It's raw meat. Anyway, uh, what do you like to do to relax? Uh, what, what's relaxing again? I'm, I'm not sure what that is. I don't know. I like, I like to, you know, tinker with computers, uh, solve problems. Um, yeah. 
I can tell. Here's your background. <laughs> what, uh, what is your favorite film? Probably The Shawshank Redemption, I think. So, The Shawshank Redemption? Dude, I don't know if I've seen it, and it was in French, and I don't know the French title, but that doesn't yeah. ring a bell. You need to yeah, text me. Sha- yes, yeah. Well, it's it's The Shawshank Redemption. It's like... I don't even uh, know how to that. Sounds... Uh, I can't do this podcast with you anymore because we don't agree, you know. <laughs> I, I need to look it up. Yes. It's probably just stupidity, not uh, malice. See, there you go. Perfect example. Ignorance. Yeah. Uh, what is a question you would like to ask uh, me that you've never asked me? So you really like tennis ball, the smell of tennis balls? Yeah. Do you have like a bunch of unopened ones? Do you have the set? How do you have, you know, what does that look like for you? Do you have like a room of tennis balls? Would you like one? Yeah, I I, uh, I have a stash of uh, unopened tennis uh, tennis ball cans, you know, because they're like a can where you can just go, psh, and then the smell is just, um, but they smell good for a while after you open them, like three weeks. Um, but I love having uh, an unopened box when I feel really bad. I know I sound completely <laughs> crazy right now, but I swear it smells so good and it's very soothing. <laughs> do they make like air fresheners or do you, you have to buy tennis balls and do you play tennis? I, I don't play tennis. They don't make air fresh. I mean, maybe they do, but it will never be the same as the real thing. Yes. Well, it's not uh, possible. Are different brands better than others? Yeah. Wilson are my favorite. I've, I've tried a lot. Actually, I went on Amazon and I ordered all the brands I could find. And then I just did a sniff test. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, I'm good. I actually did a poll on my Instagram stories and there were like 39% of people who like to sniff tennis balls too. So it's more common really? than you think. Yeah. Or I maybe they said that. that to make me happy. It was like 500 people who answered too. So, you know, big-ish sample. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you haven't been scared off yet, uh, we will air our next episode very soon. And let us know if you have any feedback, any question. We're happy to take your suggestions. If you know someone who would love to be on our podcast too, feel free to send us an email. We'll make sure to have links and emails for you so you can contact us. Thank you for listening. Thank you.